0: Entrepreneur on Fire, 999.
1: What do you think it would take to get it to a 10?
0: Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire, where I chat with today's rockstar entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you subscribed to the Fire Nation newsletter? Why the heck not? Text EO Fire to 33444, and you'll get gifts, resources, and value bombs galore. Ignite. Your branding is the face of your business. Make a great impression with creative professional designs from 99designs. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 upgrade free. Want access to fill in the blank marketing templates built by pros that do marketing for a living? Generate more leads and sales online. Download digitalmarketer.com's ultimate digital marketing toolbox at digitalmarketer.com slash fire. Boom, shake the room, Fire Nation. Johnny Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, UJ Ramdas. UJ, are you prepared to ignite?
1: Yes, absolutely, let's do it.
0: UJ is the co-creator of the 5-Minute Journal and co-founder at Intelligent Change. He's passionate about the intersection of behavior and business. UJ, take a minute fill in any blanks from the intro and give us just a little glimpse into your personal life.
1: I'm just someone who's very deeply passionate about what makes real change possible. And, um, I attempt to, to make it as, as simple and seamless as possible for, for my audience and the users.
0: And where are you at in this world? What's a little personal glimpse? So as of right now, I'm in
1: Toronto. Um, I travel quite a bit. I just came back from Florida. I'll be in Montreal next week. I'm trying to minimize that, but I'm also trying to figure out um, another place in the world that I would I would like to call home base. Hmm. And uh, and that's that's a glimpse of my personal life right there. Um, and I, I you know I enjoy this this situation where uh, Toronto is a great city. Um, it's a vibrant city. It's got lots of uh, you know entrepreneurs going on. There's a lot of art here a lot of people from all over the world. Uh, But as a lot of people, um, fellow Canadians would agree, about four to five months of the year, it's it's pretty wild. Uh, (laughs) It's pretty wild. And uh, at least three of those months, uh, I'll want to escape somewhere. So I'm trying to figure out where I want to do that and where I want to call a second home.
0: Now, being a fan of Toronto, if you had to choose between these nicknames of Toronto, what would you choose? The Top Hat of America, T.O., or... The (laughs) Ront. (laughs) T.O. Okay, fine. I was kind of hoping you were going to go with The Ront, but if it has to be T.O., it's (laughs) T.O. So, UJ, what I want to talk about right now is your entrepreneurial origin story. I'm not talking about way back in the day. I'm talking about how you came to be doing, what you're doing right now currently. So, take us to that moment, to that shift, and tell us that story.
1: I'm not sure there's one specific story because I, I honestly believe you know there's a few stories there where as we as we choose to go through this journey of life there's you know I'm I'm someone who believes in in the importance of introspection and um, if at all I have uh, some kind of edge it's probably in in, in the in the avenue of, of really going deep and learning as much about myself as possible um, and through this entrepreneurial kind of. You know, that's just one element of how it comes out. And um, I think the 5-minute journal was our first first product, and I've uh, been grateful for it to, to receive the kind of accolades it has. And I think, you know, it really started when I was 19 or 20 when um, I started to do a, a, a version of the 5-minute journal that, that that I'm doing now. Um, and, and you know, that was a way of self-improvement and becoming better. And uh, I always knew that that at some point I wanted to create something of my own and, and, and really create, uh, something that made an impact on people's lives. And, um, as, as time progressed, I realized it would be in the world of, of helping people change behavior and helping people stick with habits and, and things of that nature. And, you know, as, as time passed on, I met, um, somebody who, um, who is now a dear friend, Alex Icon. And, uh, and we had a, we had a good walk. We had a good walk right here in Toronto. It was in the summer, um, in, in Midtown. And, uh, as, as we, we generally do, we talk about life, business, habits, women, marketing, uh, probably in that order. And, uh, and, um, he was talking about his morning routine and I was talking about my night routine and how, um, how, you know, how we like to do it and our nuances around it. And, uh, and, you know, we decided to, to create something to, and, and that allowed other people to do what we do uh, who weren't aware of it or weren't aware of the impact of it or weren't aware of how easy it is to do. And uh, we shook heads, hands right there and, and the journey begins, you know, that, that, was, that was the start of, of this business.
0: So you're a location independent entrepreneur. I mean, you're trying to decide where that next move is going to be. I mean, that's a pretty enviable situation to be in. So definitely congratulations on that. Fire Nation. Our listeners are entrepreneurs. We're small business owners. We're entrepreneurs. So we love to see how people create viable businesses. So can you share the different ways that you're currently generating revenue?
1: Fire Journal has an app and it's a physical product. Um, so that's our primary way. We don't do affiliates. We're um, very selective of uh, what we introduce to your audience, etc. Um, so those are our primary ways of generating revenue.
0: So I want to talk about stories, UJ. And the story that I really want to focus on first is what you would consider your worst entrepreneurial moments. You know, that, that time that was the lowest of the low. And really take us there. Take us to that moment and tell us that story.
1: Well, it would probably be <laughs> the first week uh, after, well, first or second week, rather, uh, after we launched the app. And uh, because first week is actually, it was, it was pretty good. Because um, you know we had a bunch of traffic, uh, we had a few spots in the app store uh, in in the u s and Canada and then worldwide, but the issue was a we worked uh, without dropping any names, we worked with a developer uh, that hadn 't really uh, hadn 't really tested the entire thing and we, we really rolled it out a little early, and that was that was a massive mistake um, and the second and the third week, it became very apparent that it was it was not entirely finished, and uh, and even scarily, it like even more scary, was the fact that he didn't know how to how to work with a lot of the deficiencies, um, and he couldn't fix a lot of those things. And uh, you know, disappointing in having uh, our audience not enjoy something, enjoy something that's like less than a seller product is uh, pretty brutal for us. Um, and, and that was definitely a pretty, pretty low moment because, you know, we we were at this point where people are paying good, good money for this app. And, uh, we we had to figure out how to, how to fix that pretty quickly.
0: So what was something specifically that you remember that you were just like, Oh my God, I can't believe we let this person down in this way. Or what was just a breaking moment?
1: The emails, right? So, uh, Emails in a lot of our audience, lot like most of our audience are massive, massive fans of us and, and they've been following us for a while. And um, they're also entrepreneurs, and they're also entrepreneurs, and they're also people who are looking to create wonderful things in the world and believe in their ability to to, to make things happen. It's one of the reasons why, you know, I'm, I'm so passionate about our audience is because you know they're amazing. They really are. And and a lot of them do great things in the world. And uh, so first of all, disappointing people I respect is 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 hard. But also the you know I I I think I remember reading an email of somebody who who'd lost their data, uh, a couple oh. of 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 stuff they entered every day, pictures, everything, and that was just that was brutal to to experience. Um, to know that they've they've had that happen, and to know that, to be honest, we disappointed them right? Uh, they expected something when they, they bought us, you know, every customer does, and then we, we didn't deliver. And that was, that was nuts.
0: Oh, that is tough. Now, looking back on it in hindsight, what do you really want to make sure that our listeners fire nation take away from, from that moment, the, the lessons you learned?
1: There were, there were a few lessons there. Uh, the first lesson is obviously hiring. You want to ensure that your hiring process is very tight and, uh, You know, there are a lot of books on hiring and a lot of other stuff, but I'll give you a very simple resource that, you know, nine times out of ten will give you uh, a really good sense of who the person is who you're hiring. And that's one simple question. Who are three people you've worked with before that have done a deal with you that would do a deal with you again? I'd love their names and phone numbers. That's it. Three people that have done a deal with you that would do a deal with you again. And just call all of them, right? Find out. How their experience was. Uh, was it good? Was it not good? Dig deep. Find out. You know, get, get on a 15-20-minute conversation with them. Most people are more than happy to do that. Most people who've done a deal with somebody else and it meant something to them are more than happy to do that. Um, especially if, it, if it's a role or a situation that, that is uh, time and capital intensive. And you know, that's a great place to start. That's that's one. Um, the second one, you know, whenever whenever uh, there's a software situation, um, you'll want to iterate as much as possible, and you'll want to beta test as much as possible. You want someone to uh, do something called a code audit, which is, you know, go over the code, see, you know, if there are any inconsistencies, um, and and fix that right away. Things like that. Um, you you'll want to do this ahead of time, and you'll want to manage for uh, development timelines. Now, these are all very specific, obviously, but I'm pretty sure, you know, most of of your audience might be creating software, SaaS, or physical products. Yeah, A lot of the time, um, these these guidelines can be applied to pretty much uh, all three.
0: I think it's so critical to really go through this process when you're about to take that big step, both financially, but also with time and bandwidth. I mean, those are valuable things as well. And, you know, of course, you're going to get, you know, some feedback from the person you're about to hire about people that they've satisfied and 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 you know good referrals that they've had but you really need to dig deep in those like just like UJ said you need to make those phone calls ask those tough questions really you know make sure that you're holding the refer referees feet to the fire as well because it's so important That when you go forward, you are picking that right person because that is going to be your reputation, your time, your bandwidth, your energy and finances that are going into these products, Fire Nation. So critical stuff. And UJ, you've had a ton of light bulb moments in your lifetime. You've had a lot of these aha moments. But knowing my audience, which is similar to yours in a lot of ways, what do you think is it? a story of an aha moment of an epiphany that you've had that you think will resonate with them and tell us that story.
1: The one thing that, you know, I can definitely share an aha that, uh, that made a difference in my life. And, you know, that, that's such a foundational business concept. Um, at least in the B2B, actually it can be B2B or B2C space. It doesn't matter. Um, and that's a concept of a wow effect. Um, and, in the general idea in principle is, is very simple, that, you know, when, when you see something, when you see a new product, when you see a new service, when you see a new offering, whatever that is, unless you go, wow, what is that, how can I buy it, how can I have it, how can I be involved, unless you get that kind of a reaction, iterate, figure out something else, you know, improve the product, improve the service, improve the offering, I think that kind, those kind of lessons are, are so important because, you know, when, when you're developing products, when you're developing services, when, when you're creating businesses and you want to generate positive cash flow, it's so critically important to develop something that is remarkable, as Seth Godin would say. Uh, it's different. It fundamentally offers such value, uh, and it's so different from what anybody else is doing that you can choose to charge a little higher and a little more premium. And 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 offer more value um, for the premium that you're charging, unless you have a wow. Go back and and so kind of in a very concrete way to everybody listening, um, you want to ensure whatever your product offering is, and you know this goes back to you know kind of the mistake we made with the app, uh, you know unless it, it wasn't a wow when when it was it was uh, launched, and that was a mistake. And so unless it's a wow. You know, go back, iterate, figure something out, um, and then let the, see, let the world
0: see it. So what's the story of a wow that you've created at some point in your journey?
1: A couple of things. So one, one is obviously the 500 Journal. That's, you know, consistently has, has uh, that effect on people. And also, uh, before that, I used to be involved in a clinic helping people change behavior. And um, it was a very different model than, than the current model of... Uh, Psychologists, coaches, whatever, and and that was that was more based on results. Where you know if the person wasn't wasn't really getting the kind of results, um, you know, within a month, you know, it was very. I, I would be very clear. Don't see me, right? Um, where there was a very clear honesty and and a transparent approach to the world of of helping people deconstruct change behavior, and that was refreshing and unique and different and allow people to walk away with a sense of, of clarity and a sense of openness. Again, with products, it's a lot easier to systematize. With software, it's a lot easier to systematize. Um, there's a really good video, and anybody who wants a YouTube startup school, um, how to make products that users love. I believe the uh, the person who was doing the presentation uh, it was Kevin from Buffu. He talks about you know just wowing customers and and making those small little beautiful changes that make them talk about your product. Uh, things like that they're just so they're they're wow. They don't cost anything. Um, they're they're not significantly different right. from so- from others, but it just allows people to to feel this human connection behind the people who built Buffu that it makes a powerful experience. And it makes people come back again and again.
0: I love this, and the wow effect is so important, Fire Nation, in so many different levels. And with your product services communities, it is your job to bring the wow effect to your clients. It's your job to bring it to them, not have them discover it on their own after they've made that purchase, what have you. So we'll definitely link that up in the show notes. and. I've actually pulled it up here. It's Lecture 7, How to Build Products Users Love by Kevin Hale. So it's based out of uh, Stanford University. Cool stuff. So that'll be in the show notes page. And EJ, I'd love to ask a question of you. you know, this is sometimes a tough question for our listener, our guests to, to answer. Sometimes it's a tough one. What's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur?
1: It's a little easy for me.
0: <laughs> um <laughs>
1: Right, it's, it's just operations. Just uh, the, the, I'm really great at systematizing and uh, putting systems down and enforcing those systems, but anything to do with, like, microscopic detail, I'm not good at.
0: On the flip side, what's your biggest strength?
1: Strategy. Uh, setting up rhythms to achieve certain things.
0: So you have a lot of things going on right now. Again, you're thinking about a big move location-wise. You know, you're focused on just the wow and, and bringing awesomeness to this world. But what's the one thing above everything else that has you most fired up?
1: Scaling impact. I really love the ability to, to influence lives in, in the positive. Uh, I would love to see this having 10, 100, 1,000, a million times the impact. And uh, I really think with, with the technology and the ability uh, and the time we're living in right now, it's, you know, it's so much easier to do than it was, you know, even 10 years ago, uh, let alone a hundred, you know, we live in beautiful, special, gorgeous times. And, uh, and there is so much to be done and there's so much to to experience and there's so much impact to be made. That's what gets me the most fired up.
0: Yeah. I mean, the fact that I can be standing in my living room in San Diego, you can be wherever you are in Toronto and we can be talking to each other over Skype a free call on the internet that's going to reach, you know, tens of thousands of entrepreneurs the day it's released. I mean, it's insane, and and that's the world that we live in, Fire Nation. So, get excited, and Fire Nation, we're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. We wear many hats as entrepreneurs, but you and I both know we simply can't do it all. As an example, do you ever struggle with finding marketing tactics that actually work? DigitalMarketer.com is a marketing blog, and guess what? They actually do the stuff they write about. A teacher who's actually doing what they're teaching. Pretty awesome. They aren't just ordinary researchers. They don't just talk about marketing. They do marketing. DigitalMarketer.com shares marketing tactics that work. Right now, you can get complimentary instant access to DigitalMarketer.com's Ultimate Digital Marketing Toolbox, which includes the Ultimate Facebook Ad Template Library. That's seven proven Facebook ad campaigns that create low-cost, high-converting ads on demand. The GLF Email Series, a pre-written three-part email campaign proven to get more opens, clicks, and sales from your subscribers. And the ultimate social media swipe file, 72 proven headline formulas to get more clicks from Facebook, Twitter, and your blog. Visit digitalmarketer.com slash fire to access the ultimate digital marketing toolbox today. If you're wondering how your small business can stand out in today's increasingly competitive marketplace, I've got one word for you. Branding. While building a brand may be easier and more affordable than you imagined, it still does require some time and money. So why is it worth the effort? Because it allows you to stand out from all the rest of the businesses out there. When customers have several choices, branding helps them make a decision. Your brand should highlight your unique virtues and let customers know what they can expect from your small business. In a business climate where the internet, social media, and technology create a lot of static, it's crucial to develop a clear brand voice that cut through the noise. Whether you need a logo to launch your brand, a t-shirt to show it off, or a website to bring it online, 99designs is a great place for you to build your brands. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 upgrade of services free. UJ, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Let's do it. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Uh,
1: That's not a lightning round question. Uh, (laughs) 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 I didn't see the business. Uh, and the previous ideas I had, I just didn't see the business. I didn't see it happening. Um, I I didn't sense it. And uh, with this one, I did.
0: What's the best advice you've ever received?
1: Always iterate. Always improve. Sell off your product, whatever.
0: I love your use of the word iterate. Can you share what that means to you, to Fire Nation?
1: Iterate to me is, uh, I was a computer geek when I was late uh, in my late teens, and uh, there, was, there was this concept uh, that some of you might remember uh, or know if you're programmers. It's T-O-T, test, operate, test, exit, um, which is just a fancy way of saying test. Keep testing, keep, it, keep changing what you're doing to see what works, see what doesn't, keep going. Um, it's the same principle uh, as the Kaizen principle. In yeah. Japan. Um, same concept, so... So iterate, Kaizen, all of these mean the same thing. They mean keep changing what you're doing, identify what works, discard what doesn't, and keep going.
0: What is a personal habit that you have, UJ, that you believe contributes to your success?
1: A lot of it goes down to, to iteration. I think iteration is really big. Uh, I think one of the things I do in the beginning of the day, uh, apart from the five-minute journal, I'm, I'm a little bit, Intense on the journaling side, I have four to five journals going on at any, any given time. <clears throat> but at the beginning of the day, I'll just I'll just I'll journal before I start. And this is more of a free form journal with a little bit of structure, where I'll just get very clear on my current personal state and and ask myself if there are any things that I need to, to resolve uh, internally or externally before I start the day. You know, things that are open loops, things that keep me anything less than centered. Uh, and I'll just I'll just dig 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 them out and, and resolve them before I start if possible. Uh, I also meditate, and I think meditation is a is a wonderful and uh, an ever present practice to, to help you become more aware and, and go deeper within yourself, so you can bring more to the to the world.
0: Do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? So this
1: is this is a unique one, and uh, this is one that. I can pretty much guarantee you 90% of people won't know about. And there's, there's an iPhone app. I think there's one for the Android as well. Uh, there's an iPhone app called my noise, M Y N O I S E, a single word. Now I think there's also a a, a website for it where it allows you to download, you know, just in-app purchase for sure. And no, I'm not, you know, I'm not an investor or anything. I just, I just use them because I love them. Um, and they have just a bunch of really great music and, uh, and droning sound that I, that I plug in my earphone to. And I, I, use, I use that basically when I'm, when I'm working. Uh, it's just this beautiful droning sound that, that blocks out everything else and allows me to focus on what, what's really great.
0: My Noise app. And if you could recommend one book for our listeners to join the 5-Minute Journal on our show notes page, what would it be and why?
1: There's a really great book called Scaling Up by Vern Harnish. Uh, there's a his previous book was Rockefeller Habits. Both are really great books for scaling businesses, and uh, it's it's ones that I've been introduced to recently, and I'm, I'm loving them.
0: Yeah, Vern, great past guest of EO Fire. Loved the Rockefeller Habits book. I haven't read Scaling Up, so on the yeah, two s- read yes,
1: Scaling Up is actually the newer version of it. Okay, and, um, they have like. Almost fifty to sixty percent new content, and new stories, yeah. which, is, which is fun because you know they talk about businesses scale from you know uh, anywhere from a few hundred thousand to like multiple uh, six and seven figures, sometimes eight figures, uh, and all very detailed uh, examples of what happened, how did they deal with what were the what were the difficulties, et cetera. It's it's a beautiful uh, dissertation on what it takes to to scale businesses. Uh, when do you want to, want to stop scaling? At what point do you want to keep it consistent? That kind of thing. Because you don't always need to grow. The, that's, that's, a, that's a misconception. Um, you can grow to the limit that you want, and you can sustain it, and you can just build products off of different platforms. There's lots of ways to do it. And I know this. Is, you said only one, but there's another book called Mindset by Carol Dweck, which is just an incredible book uh, about how a lot of people limit their potential by thinking it's limited. And... Um, and how you can really improve uh, your mindset on anything uh, by understanding simple principles.
0: Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so I teamed up with audiobooks. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And, UJ, this next question is the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days?
1: Well, I, I'd put the $500 in a bank somewhere, <laughs> and, uh, and I would just become very aware of, of the environment and I'd start go, going out and, uh, I started firstly, you know, starting a pretty consistent practice of, of, meditation, journaling, um, and becoming aware of all, all the places I can, I can offer value. think that would, that would be the, the first way to start. And then, um, I would just go out and see the things that worked and see the things that didn't and see how, how I could offer value and iterate day to day. Hmm. Um, that's my best answer. I think iteration is, is such a misunderstood and underappreciated idea that I would just literally I wouldn't even need seven days. I would just take it from day to day.
0: And I just love how that's become the theme of this interview is the iteration. So critical. And UJ, let's end today on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye.
1: That's great. So uh, one parting piece of guidance, this is actually a question that I learned in this book called The Success Principles from Jack Hanfield. Um, and for anybody listening, I know this is the third book recommendation <laughs> today, but uh, you don't have to read the book. It's, it's a great book, and it's just a collection of, of lessons. Like one of those, if this is the only book you, you read and applied, that's all you would need, it's kind of one of those books. But one of the tools he mentions in that is this question. And I've used this in, in business, in personal life, in relationships. And it's a great question. The question is this On a scale of one to 10, um, how would you rate the quality of how we do, how are we doing things in the business, or our relationship, or our friendship, or whatever? Right? So you get a number. And if it's anything less than 10, you go, okay, well, what do you think? it would take to get it to a 10? It's a simple question. Um, and, you know, this takes the, the pressure away from, from really having people be not on, on the same page with things and allows people to work together so things improve. And if you ask this question every week, every month, um, ideally every week, and you just keep going and start doing the things that the other person talks about you want to improve um, and have the other person improve, you'll notice your business, your relationship, your friendship, whatever is going to improve significantly. And uh, you, can, you can find, find the journal at 5 Uh You can find me at Um And uh, I believe I have some episodes from podcasts that I've posted there as well.
0: Oh, cool. Well, Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with UJ and JLD today. So keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. Just type UJ in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with everything that we've been talking about today, resources, books, everything. And UJ, I want to thank you personally for sharing your journey, your wisdom with Fire Nation today. For that, my friends, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. This episode is supported by Sidekick by HubSpot. Sidekick is the ultimate email advantage, providing you with seamlessly integrated email tools for Gmail, Apple Mail, and Outlook. With Sidekick, you can receive live notifications when someone opens and clicks on your emails so you have powerful contact insight right in your inbox. Go to getsidekick.com slash fire to get your first month of Sidekick for free and to see why 200,000 other users love Sidekick. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on Entrepreneur on Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, as well as killer resources, gifts, and so much more. Ready to rock your own podcast? Text Podcast Course to 33444. That's Podcast Course, all one word, no spaces, to 33444, and you'll be rocking our free 15 day podcast course in no time flat. Have an inspired day and ignite.